After waking up in our new guild headquarters, we set out to Nottingham. One to rest, and one to check out the, uh, the sword and the stone. Each of us tried to pull the sword, and it seems as each of us had something strange happen. Or at least, that's the way it seemed to me. I dreamed of a song I'd never heard but knew in the deep. Rishi found him a blade that seems to uh, destroy the other weapons he currently holds to repair itself. I don't know what the others went through, but it seems to affected us all cer uh, certain ways. During the night, we we were awoken by a loud scream and a creature that seemed to be made of ice or or some sort of energy attacked and, and killed a woman who was watching the the sword. We chased after it only to find it had scratched a message into the wall with blood telling us to get out. We felt this was was way over our heads our heads and left. Uh, Soul and and Kadith found a chunk of tight metal where we brought it back and everyone kind of talked with each other and we got closer as a group. Alrighty, hi everybody, I'm Corey, I'm the Dungeon Master of Opportunity Roll, I'm here with the group, say hi everybody. Hi! Hello, Hi. Let's go ahead and start introductions. Uh, let's start with uh, Alex. Okay. Buttons. Um, hi, I'm Alex, and I am playing Rook, uh, your pointy-eared half-orc paladin. Officially a paladin now. Dust. Hello, I am Dust, and I will be playing Soul, the Triton Tempest Cleric. Max. Hello everybody, I'm Max, and today I'll be playing Kadith, your great old one's warlock. Uh, Jace? I almost called you Rishi. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, I don't want to work. Hi, I'm Jace, as kind of stated. I'll be playing Rishi, the Air Genasi Bard. Chris? Hi, I'm Chris, and I'll be playing Dr. Ilo Key, the Grove Tender Keeper. And last but not least, Lily? Hi, I'm Lily. I'm going to be playing Arya, the Divine Soul Sorcerer. All right. So, um, it is the 13th of Tulpum. Um, Tulpum is late summer. So, we're getting close to that fall time. Um, we're waking up early that morning. So, let me go ahead and set the boot a little bit. That's it. Nope, that's not it. <clears throat> Excuse me. You are excused.
Get some songbirds. A little bit of wind in the tree. Do a little bit of yearning music. Yeah, this no, is some ASMR stuff. I'm not gonna fall asleep. <laughs> You'll have to grab some coffee on the break. Well, just so everybody knows, while Corey set this up, uh, the once a year Dungeons and Dragons convention in near my home happened this week, Gary Con, and it was a blast. Anybody in the chat who might be watching, thanks for hopping by. Thanks for everything. It was a blast to see everybody this week. Yeah, I was going to say, is that why your voice is so sexy today? My voice gets sexy when I sleep. Or I don't yeah, sleep for happen. days on end. Mm -hmm. oh. So, um, we're definitely going to make it to White Run today. We don't have to roll any more travel dice. White gate. White gate. Yeah, White gate. He said White Run. Oh, uh, White. White Run? Really? <laughs> Nobody's been playing That's Skyrim. not even my place. I know what game you're playing. Have you been playing a little bit of Skyrim? <laughs> I might have. Um, okay, so we're definitely going to make it to White Gate today. Um, uh, we rolled an 11 last time for the travel die, so we don't need to roll that again. But we do need to deal with the situation. right? We've got that Titan metal just kind of mm. sitting on the table. It's about 100 pounds of the metal. And, I mean, it's relatively worth some gold. So, you know, once everybody kind of wakes up, it's it's kind of like that giant elephant in the room. Because I don't think we told people we brought it in. <laughs> no, I, I think everybody was asleep at that point, so it kind of made sense, you know, just to kind of wait. Well, um, gentlemen... Ladies, uh, someone want to explain this giant hunk of bronze on the table? Not bronze, titan metal. Oh, I found it. So outside. you know something? Ah, we found it outside. Hmm. Either way, I have plans for it. But I think we should get it somewhere, or hide it somewhere. Well, we have uh, three big bodies that could probably carry it. It looks to be about 100 pounds, more or less. Maybe unless. Um, split between the two of us. If two of us keep a hold of it at the same time, at all times, it shouldn't impact our run to white gate too much. We should get there... I don't know. I think... I think we should bury it. And remember where we buried it. Come back when we're heading back to Kroka. It's very expensive. And people like expensive things. I'm sure we could put it in a bank. If you're worried about it. That's... Yeah, I just don't know if there'll be a bank in White Gate. Thank you. Um, would I be able to recall 
if uh, Whitegate is a big enough city to either have a gate or even a, a craftsman's quarter, um, that would be worth selling it to. Um, selling it, probably not. Piecing it out, maybe you'll get more. Um, a lot of the time, Titan Metal is mostly used in uh, material for magical weaponry items, uh, things like that. Um, uh, chunk of 100 gold. If you could find a buyer, it might sell for about 1,000 gold. Right? Hadith has plans for it. Uh, yeah. To use it. He doesn't want to sell it. You'd, you'd need something to... Oh, I said I want to bury it until he can come back and get it. You could do that, because cutting it right now is, is probably not a fantastic option. I don't, I don't think any of us would have the tools to cut such a strong and valuable metal right now. No. Or that, not even the tools, even the expertise. I mean, short of an arcane blowtorch, yeah. Um... Probably not. I can't even spell arcane. Um, yeah, but Kadith will say, he'll reiterate that he wants to bury it until we can come back for it. And I that suppose also, that's not a bad idea. He'll also look to it. I have plans for it, too. It holds magic incredibly easy. I agree with Cade. It seems like a better option than carrying it to White Gate. I'm committed to memory wherever we bury it. Could just bury it essentially here so that there's not too much committing to do. Mm. Not like right here, but. 100 meters that way kind of thing. Maybe back where we found it. Off by the edge of the woods. Was it in a, a an away spot? Like it wasn't too noticeable or obvious? I wouldn't, I wouldn't have caught it if the moons hadn't glinted off of it. Okay. I'll trust you to that. I am not the best at digging or uh, finding or burying or I I've been known to dig. Don't want to get your hands dirty. I mean, I don't. You do what you're good at. Some people are good at digging. Some people aren't. I'm not. Good at looking pretty and occasionally helping people, but mostly just the pretty part. Now that I'm Where part of this. I was gonna say another part of this guild. We should we should vote everyone on it. It's not just up to me. I think it's a good idea that if you have plans to use it, um, I can certainly think of a few crafts that I have up my sleeve that I could use such a metal for as well. Perhaps we come back and retrieve it, like you say. Thank you for the follow. 
I'm ready to idea. bury it. If you're uh, willing to find a spot for it, I'll dig a hole. Anybody else have uh, any any, uh, any thoughts? Uh, yeah, really quick. I have a thought that all of our Twitch videos are frozen on Twitch right now. Oh, no. I don't know what that is. Hold on. There we are. That's there we are. Yep. Hey! There we go. Whoa, Hello, everyone. Sorry about the technical hiccup. <laughs> it, it freaks out sometimes. Yeah. Uh, uh, this cool. isn't related to the metal, but when we get to Whitegate, I could probably go to pick up some um, some fabric and, and other materials of that sort. And if anyone needs anything made, I can do that for you. Um, so if anyone needs some a cloak or some pants or something, I can get that together pretty well. I would happily take you up on a cloak. Okay, just let me know uh, what color scheme. I'm... It kind of depends on what they have available. We can go together, actually, if you're okay with that. That would be nice. Um, can I ask how many days it's been since we had that first fight from with the creatures, the fire creatures? Fire creatures. Oh man, it's probably been about a month at this point. Okay, then I'm days. yeah, yeah, I, I'm getting rid of my uh, injury. Kedith, why don't you show me a good place that you think uh, we should bury the Titan metal? I can do that. Mm. I'll unsheath a dagger, leave the rest of my stuff in the hut, hut, and. And follow Kadeth into the woods <laughs> with my dagger. Basically back to where we found it from. And a little bit off from there, just so it's not too obvious. And it's you said it was about long sword shield size sized. Yeah, length roughly. of a long sword width of a shield. Yeah. So how thick would you say it is? Like Hundred pounds, probably about half inch. I'd say probably a full inch. Oh, so it's a lighter metal. Yeah, light it's, and very strong. Yeah, it 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 is like the go-to want metal for practically everything. The equivalent of like an aluminum, like very light but incredibly strong. Probably more titanium. Yeah, more like Titan. Oh, it is Titan. Yeah, there's yeah. Titans already in it, yeah. Um, yeah. Kadith will find a nice spot. Start digging out with Professor Ilo. <laughs> Alright, if this is the spot, then uh, how will, will you need to mark it, or will you be able to commit it to memory? Ori, would I be able to commit this to memory pretty well, pretty easy? Um, let's let's just roll a straight intelligence check. It shouldn't be that high of a difficulty, but let's just see. Survival would would that work too? It's just kind of like tracking it. Yeah, we could do that. Ooh. Nice. Yeah, you know exactly where it's at. Mm. No question. <laughs> I don't think I need to mark it down. Underneath the tree with the three forks 
upwards. Sure Good choice. That, <laughs> I'm sure you. Uh, I'm sure you picked the spot on purpose. Um, but uh, I'm going to head back towards the hut. Are you? Um, are you doing okay, Kadeth? I mean, in your mind, he'll he'll change to his, his speaking in your mind. I'm fine. Why do you ask? Well, it was a bit of a scare back there in Nottingham, with the uh, apparition and everything. I guess you're kind of, maybe, perhaps used to such such uh, horrors. Not anymore. It's been a while since I've dreamed. But didn't like that. No. I don't. I doubt it was pleasant for anybody, especially the poor woman who perished. Hopefully, we'll do her some justice when we get to Whitegate. But I felt uh, guilty yeah. about it. I feel guilty because something happened while I was out there near it. Could have cost Arya her life. Could have cost me my life, and it did cost that poor woman her life. Kedith, I'm not sure what to say, but the important thing is is that we got there to fair life. The poor woman who was doing her job, well, she was doing just that, her job, and all jobs come with risk. Not all deservedly, but I think she must have knew there was something to do with that stone that night when she saw Rishi pull out the blade. Strange things just tend to happen when I'm around. You and me both. Mm. Switching to his external voice. A real shame, isn't it? It is. It is. Um, I'll start crunching through the branches and and then like kicking the branches over themselves so it doesn't look like they've been crunched because I can't avoid it. I'm too heavy. <laughs> um, but I'll I'll make sure Kadeth is close behind so that I can give him a hand through the the brush. He's he's fine, but he appreciates it nonetheless. Oh, guys, we've frozen. Uh, chat, can you guys hear us? No, I'm getting a buffering in. Yeah. Is Twitch... Oh, I just refreshed Twitch, and now it's buffering again. Now, on here, it says the broadcast you were watching has ended. Um, is, well... Is Twitch down? I don't know. It might be our internet, because we're... Like, the screen from Corey is frozen in Discord as well. Yeah. Let me... Uh, I don't know what this will do, but... Restart it. And I have to. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know what I did, but, like, I can't... Oh! Errors occurred while causing three hours closed. Do not worry for streaming or recording. 
It's still happening in the background. Okay. Okay. Uh, try opening it again. Feel if the cat's pause. He's just decided that that's where he's going to sit. All right. Oops. Uh, role play. Alive. Confirm. <laughs> that's okay. I don't care if it failed to post on Twitter. I'm not sure what happened. It just stopped. I have no clue. There we go. And we're back. Back in the pit. Sorry about that. I should probably start back uh, probably a few lines ago. I don't know when it, when it decided to cut out. Sorry, everybody. Um, Let's let uh, some people stream back in first. Yeah, probably a good idea. The live watchers, too. We'll probably want to clap sync this for the listeners and Craig. I don't know what you did, but I didn't hear that. Yeah, I didn't either. (laughs) Waiting for a countdown. There's my clap sync. Three, three, two, two, one. one. Good enough. My microphone, I think, cancels out noises like they get too too loud. Like the spikes. Yeah. Sorry about that, everybody. Um, every once in a while, we just <coughs> we have issues with uh, Twitch. Uh, not sure if that's common, uh, but uh, I'll look oh. to get fixed. Um, could just be our internet, though. My internet has been giving me crap. I've had to call in like six times. Okay, um, let's go ahead and. Head back to that scene. Um, so Ilo was just checking in on Cadith, uh, mentioning the ugliness that took place in Nottingham. And Cadith was expressing a little bit of guilt at what happened because strange things follow him around, and this time it happened near him and cost people their lives and could have cost others their lives. And then they made their way back to their group. Pretty good. The dirty work is done, everybody. Um, We should be able to recover the Titan Metal the next time we're through. So we're ready to continue on to Whitegate? I am. I am as well. Let's go. Oh, yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Let's do that. Okay. So, after a bit of time, um, you guys will probably spend another evening or so. By the time it's getting, I say, um, let's say... 6, 7 p.m. You guys will make your way around the bend of this small kind of uh, stone stone wall that they got kind of just on the outskirts of town. And you're going to crest over and you're going to see this large white, uh, like almost a cobblestone wall. It's been painted. Uh, it 
it goes all the way around this this village. Um, it is old, most definitely. It's it's seen its time. It's worn from the rain, uh, but you can tell that it's mostly been repainted. The town itself inside uh, is is probably about as old as pretty much everything inside of it. Uh, uh, on the outside of it, sorry. Um, worn, but well taken care of. Um, multiple buildings. Um, lots of homes. A lot of people that deal with farming. Um, this is first and foremost a farming town. Uh, you'll notice that the crops, the, the land and everything like that, they come into the town... They sleep in the in the um, in the walls, and then the next morning, it's almost as if they commute to the land that they own. Um, there's there's some history here, apparently. Uh, you will find yourselves at the front main gate of White Run, uh, White Gate, and uh, just kind of looking around the town. What you guys like to do first? What time is it? Six or seven p.m. Oh, uh, it looks like we have entry. Doesn't look like we have to like pay to enter. Like we can just get into the, the city. Yep. Little to no issues. Okay. Yeah, um, no. This uh, it's it's more like a small village, um, so they don't really have that kind of uh, system. Okay. Uh, first things first. I want to. See if I can go find the, the blacksmith, uh, and then we can go fabric shopping. See if there's like a Joanne's or a Michael's or something. <laughs> sure. Um, I can't get fabric at Michael's. No, you medieval can't. Michaels, you can. Medieval, oh, medieval Michaels, you can. Poser am I? I don't know where crap slides. Um, <laughs> I live in craft supply stores, man. (laughs) Should we split up so y'all can do y'all shopping and and the others can get a a room? That might be a good idea. Sure. I have no objections. Uh... Rook, would you care to come with Aria and I, perhaps I can get you something, a new cloak with a with a nicer, deeper hood for yourself, one that won't come off as easy should someone pull on it. Uh, uh I will be honest, uh, this is pretty much the same clothes I've had for years. Then you I should definitely come know. with us. It's time for an upgrade. It is time for an oh. upgrade, then, isn't it? Okay, I I don't I don't I don't do fashion. It's not my thing. Well, I think we can do the fashion for you. I, I think we can handle that. Okay. I'm sure once Rishi is done with you, Ruk, you'll be completely unrecognizable. In a good way. Or a okay, way, if you want it to be. A I. Good way. <laughs> I, you know what? I could use the distraction. Sure. Why not? And uh, oh. I'll make sure to get a room for you, Arya and Rook. Separate, like before? Yes. 
So this me, uh, Ilo, and Cade will get the rooms, and y'all three will go shopping. Mm-hmm. And we will have a big strong protector in case something goes down, and you will have you in case something goes down. Why do I feel like that was an insult? I didn't mean it to, to be honest. It's just sometimes the words, <laughs> the cat, the words uh, don't come to me when I need them to. Very well. She'll start walking into town looking for an inn. As we walk in, Kadith will speak into the soul's mind. Strange how he can judge your ability to protect when he spent the entire fight on his back. He just chuckles. <laughs> well, an inn won't be hard to spot. Um, besides the few small houses that there are, there's really only one tavern. Um, it's called the Sunflower. Um... It's not particularly large, but it's not also particularly small. It should be enough for your party. Um, seems to be rather popular. A lot of the people in the town seem to kind of come and go from the front door pretty frequently. Um, I'll uh, I'll approach the barkeep, and um, I guess it's probably probably more polite to order a drink first so I'll order a round for the three of us and then um uh, what are the prices for your rooms good sir or madam I don't know so. um there'll be a gentleman kind of uh, brown hair pulled back human long kind of fluffy beard um probably somewhere in his 40s maybe early Um, about five or six copper. All right. Um, I'll toss uh, two silver pieces. Uh, and um, I will uh, just wink and say, um, just send up whatever is cold at the end of the night. Um, so that's, that's enough for, uh, I'll make it clear that that's enough for three rooms. Um, and, uh, then I'll ask, do, does Whitegate have any kind of courier service to Graydon? Um, yeah. Yeah, we've got, um, a courier that makes their way out there probably every third to fourth day. Um, or at least uh, makes a trek down south to uh, meet up with another carrier to pass on the, the mail. Um, what do you ask? There was an incident at Nottingham involving the sword that Graydon will want to know about as soon as possible. I have the report here. Um, if Do you have the name of the gent who uh, does the by weekly run 
He's not going to be able to make it here until later in the evening, but you can leave it with me. I can pass it on to him. All right. Um, I'll grab out um, a large piece of parchment and some string, and I'll tie up the little book that um, Ilo took from Isna. Probably about this size, I imagine. And um, he'll just pass it over the counter. Yeah, he'll, um, he'll pull out this kind of wooden or, or kind of like wicker almost basket and he'll set that in there there's probably about three or four other letters and he'll just kind of slide that back under the the the, the bar i'll take care of that for you is there anything else um, uh if there are keys we'll take the keys and we'll be back no to keys our bed. all right uh then uh I think that's all. I think uh, you might have a performance on the on the way, if you have a stage clear later this evening. Um, we might. Uh, I might have to check. But yeah, we might. Um, either way, I'm sure they'd be happy to share the stage, uh, swapping off uh, songs or whatever. I, I I don't know much about performers, but uh, there's a chance. I will say this. I'd wait to not, uh, well, I wouldn't wait. I wouldn't stay outside of town, outside of the gate, past dark. It's just Why? a thing. Why? Well, the gate was constructed during the Great Goblin Wars. So, there are roaming bands of goblins that still kind of make their way around here. And typically, they're tribal. They're, they're feral, best way to explain it. So, they'll attack on sight. I wouldn't say that you wouldn't be able to take care of them, but best not find trouble where you don't need it. Good advice. Thank you kindly. Aye. Um, if you see um, a hooded figure up sorceress no problems with us there and a blue fellow there with us alright so I've seen three blue fellows today also I'm not a fella so no, well th that is true the, another blue fella who is accompanied by a hooded figure, almost definitely, and a sorceress who plays the flute, probably inquiring for your your performance play, uh, performance space that you mentioned earlier. They're with us. Uh, they'll probably mention me by my height. <laughs> you know what? It sounds great. I'm just going to do what I always do. Trust the people in town. Normally don't have a problem. I mean, unless we have a reason to, like, go out and shop, we might as well wait here. Have maybe one of us outside looking for them. Uh, like, I interest you in some grub? Absolutely, on my part. I pull out, like, a small menu. It's, you know, it's nothing fancy. Um... Roasted pork belly, 
Um, uh, maybe there is some some fancy like egg omelets kind of going on. Uh, a lot of cheese in this menu. Some cheese sandwiches, a little bit of tomato soup. Why don't why don't y'all eat now? Wait outside and keep an eye out for them. Thank you, Sol. Um, I'll make sure that uh, that uh, Kadeth has something to bring up for you if you get hungry in the in the late hours. Um, but uh, Barkeep, I'll be having the omelet and soup. Enough. the same and I will head out outside wait by the like the door basically let's head over with the others uh, okay so with the others the first stop um, at the blacksmith honestly I just kind of wanted to give the uh, cracked dagger and a broken short sword kind of toss them in like I don't want these anymore Ben and pick up another uh, dagger if I could possibly do a trade in value I would love that if not I will absolutely just pay for the price um, is, is that dagger currently damaged in any way yeah that's the one that got chipped whenever I was uh, Sword. Okay, I will say that there will be a sign, uh, kind of in the in the trade-in area, that says we do not take broken or damaged goods. Damn. Uh, well, I'll do the. I assume maybe I don't know. It's like a uh, bookstore thing where they have the like four free bin outside. I'll just toss those. I don't. I don't need them. I just don't want them in my inventory. Fair enough. Uh, and like, then, yeah, to uh, a good home book bookshelf situation. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, Alex? Uh, can I was gonna say, uh, can I just do a quick sweep of the room and just see if there's anything that I might find interesting? Sure. Maybe like a flail sharpener or something, like for sharpening the points on it. I don't know. I don't know. Um. There is, uh, there is what they would call a morning star flail. Um, it is basically a morning star that, through multiple options, you can kind of click and pull off the head, and a chain from the handle will come out. And so it turns basically your morning star into a flail. That's actually really cool. <laughs> Um, with, I don't want to get too hev heavy into RP. How much would that be? <laughs> 200 gold? Yeah, no. No, we're not fucking with that. Okay, Something great. to come back for. <laughs> yes. 100%. <laughs> or, or ask somebody else to make for less money. Steal it. Steal it. At this steal. point, nobody's really got intellectual property if you go far enough. Yeah, true. No one's it. No one's invented the the uh, copyright library. Copyright laws. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Rook will stare longingly at the Morningstar flail, and then consider stealing it for a second, and then think back 
to the conversation she had with Isla the uh, the couple days before and uh, not touch it and walk away. Alright, um, and then next up would be hopefully like a, I don't know the actual term for it, but yeah, like a fabric store. Oh yeah, they got plenty of fabrics. Now, it really depends on how much you want to spend is is the kind of fabric that you're going to get, right? So for a few copper, you know, you get some pretty sturdy stuff. We're talking farmhand clothing, um, stuff like that. You start getting into the six, seven copper. You're looking into not really fine clothes, but more, more along, you, you get more color, right? You, you definitely get some brighter shades of things. Um, the weave is a little bit better. Then you start getting into the gold and you're looking into finer clothing. Um, and those those per yard are probably anywhere between 10, 20 gold per yard. Okay. I chase you know, nothing, actually. Surprisingly, I am not the person at the plan clothes. Um, I know a yard is not even enough to like one article of clothing. Alex, for three people to get yeah. a cloak, that's what, like, 10 yards, I'd imagine? No. That's oh, oh, total? Much. Yeah. Yes. Um, it yeah. depends on the size of cloak. Um, and it depends on the width of fabric. But, uh, I mean, I've... Hi, resident person who makes clothes. Um, I've made cloaks for, like, two or three. So maybe 10 yards for everybody? That's what... Like, okay, I was saying for, like, the yeah. three of us. And then I also wanted to buy some extra to make stuff to sell later yeah like a, okay. yeah um ten, ten yards so, is probably safe to make cloaks and other stuff okay um in that case actually i'd buy that mid-range since you said it was like seven copper would get you four color um I so that's that's spend, per yard yeah i have eight silver so if i spend eight silver at seven copper you know what i mean like that's still you know ten so. basically i could get ten yards of mid-size fabric, basically. Or mid-quality fabric. For, right. Yeah, so for seven silver in, you get in ten. How many yards? It'll be ten. So I can do... Oops, so yeah, you, he'll, he'll ask for seven copper. No. That's seven seven copper per yard, ten of them, that's seventy. So, yeah, seven, so seven silver. Okay. I'll, seven silver. I'll toss in eight, just total, mostly that way I don't have one random silver hanging out my inventory. Uh, yeah. That will bother me personally. Uh, and we'll say, hold on, I'm just going to guess at everyone's color scheme here. Uh, I'm going to give Rook some, like, forest, almost shamrock green with a little bit of silver. I'm going to give Aria uh, yellow and white. And uh, Rishi, as always, is purple and gold. So... That is, that is at least the colors that I'm not. I don't know if that's what's Rook. color scheme. That's what I'm just vibing. Uh, she's a little more teal. Um, well, peacocky. Okay. Oh. Oh. Oh, what's up, Gord? Sorry. While, while you're doing that, actually, during this whole transaction, there's going to be another person that enters. And this, I wouldn't say this shop is busy, but it's it's mostly dad at the time that you're there, besides one other person. Um, they're going to step in with 
bright white hair, uh, besides the bangs, uh, which are going to be black. Um, she is elven, fair skin, and her dress is going to be solid black. Um, and she is going to kind of peruse, you know, the hundred, not, not really hundred gold, but you're, you're looking at, um, she's looking at fabric that's like 10 gold per yard. So she looks like she lives in a hot topic. <laughs> Let me show you. I would love it, please. I need oh, to zoom, gotta out. zoom out. That's a real zoomed out. Yeah. Oh, I would. Yeah. yeah. Okay. A little bit of hot topic vibes. A girl that I used to know that actually would be in hot topic all the time. Okay. <laughs> kind of glance over at her, glance back at the fabric, <laughs> and go. I I hope this works. I I like the texture of it. Got good texture. Are you? Oh, are you talking to her about her fabric? No, no, I'm talking. I'm talking to hey, Rishi. Rishi. I kind of clock her oh, and then go back to Rishi. Sorry. It'll, <laughs> it'll do, but it'll do. Uh, it'll. Yes, it should work. I'm not looking to. See, it's a cloak. It's going to get dirty. It's going to get wet. If you want something fashionable, we can work on that later. But for now, just want something. That'll replace what you've been wearing for years, you said? A, a while. A while. Yeah. Okay. Do you want me to buy you yes. enough fabric to make new clothes as well as a cloak? Would that be comfortable? I I, I, I mean, like, I, I had clothes. I just left with a very limited number of clothes, and they were my clothes. Like, old, old stuff. So... Uh... I mean, I trust your taste better than mine, but I'm I'm not going to ask for a handout. It wouldn't be a it's handout. It would be something handout. between friends. Exactly. Oh, okay. Okay. We also work guildmates, so yeah, that's kind of what we yeah. do for each other. We use our talents to help you. So that's that's fair. Aria, you can if you want to, or I can buy some stuff to make some food for, for everyone. I've got more money. Than this. You know, it's I've I've got money there. too. I just can't pick colors well. <laughs> I'm gonna go look for like teal woven fabrics rather than wefted. <laughs> It'll be right next to this lady because it goes kind of black into blue teal. It, it, like it pulls the rainbow from black um, from the right to the left side. Um, so she will very excitedly in her usual up tempo walk go right up next to the lighting sorry just gotta get it right in here and look at the the woven teal fabrics she'll, she'll move over happily no problem how much am i looking at with the teals um you're looking at like royal colors so <laughs> 20 gold a yard Ouch. And that's the cheap one. Alright, so Aria's going to be a little disheartened <laughs> looking at the price of that and then look um, to see if there's a cheaper, like, not dyed woven fabric. <laughs> you can be in grey like Aria. <laughs> they're, I'm wearing brown at the moment. No, um... <laughs> Problem with the fabric. 
Oh, I just forgot how expensive fabrics can be. That is very true. Yes. Do you enjoy this? Um, I'm not much of a sewer myself. I can do embroidery, but I've got a friend who's better at sewing than I. So kind of like faintly touch the color that you were looking. But this is the color you were after. Oh, yes. I was looking at making or getting clothes made for one of my friends. She likes teal. Um, she I will... can't tell the difference! She'll take that color and pick out, like, almost like a, a like a solid, like, dark black. Um, and she'll head over to the counter and she'll just drop a coin purse. Um, she will have them cut, I think, seven yards of each. Um, she'll hand you the yardage that you wanted of the teal. And she will kind of take the, the yardage that she had. She'll say a few uh, arcane words, some arcane scriptures, and she's going to toss it up and clap her hands. And you'll see the fabric kind of disappear above her and a new kind of dress just form over her. And it's going to have like these puffy kind of like black shoulders with like a low cut that kind of show off her her, like upper (laughs) shoulder section. And it's going to kind of flow and it comes in ruffles all the way down. Think, um... Dark Princess. Um, okay. She'll kind of give a twirl, look in the mirror, be happy with it. Have a lovely day. And she'll right. head down outside. Oh. Well, I'm. Mean, she's heading that way. You can stop her if you like. Um, I don't think Ari would stop her. She just wants. I don't know. Um. Would. <laughs> broken okay. stopper. Yes. Um, I'm, 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 would... I'm sorry. Hello. Thank you. Hello. And you're welcome. Life is too short not to wear the things that you like. That, that's very kind of you. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I hate to... I, I realize it's not a debt, but I hate to create a debt and then not know your name, darling. Oh, n- no debt. Um, but you can call me Rebecca. Rebecca? It's a lovely name. Rebecca Mailwitch. Still a lovely name. Thank you. Oh, uh, Rook. Rook. She'll hold out her hand. Pleasure. Uh, she'll kind of do that kind of like hand curtsy kind of situation. Hmm. Rook will nod. Uh... You staying in town? I I'm I'm sorry. I don't. I'm not good at conversation. That's fine. Um, but your dress yeah, is I'm, lovely. I plan on being here for um, an evening or so. Um, Where then I have to, I have to head back north. I'm headed to Croker. Big event going on and all. Oh really? Forgive me. I don't. I'm not familiar with Croker. I mean, we've been there, but uh, what's the event? Oh um. Winter's coming, so of course they're having the huge gift-giving festival. Snow's coming, it's going to be white, beautiful, you know, all that. So I'm coming to bring a little drap. She kind of picks up the, the black skirt a little bit, does a little light curtsy. I see. 
I might have to stop by on our way back up. We're actually coming from Croker. Sure. Um, yeah. I'll probably be there. I'm not sure how long I will be. I know I'll be there for the celebration. Past that, I don't know. It's all right. I'll just hope I run into you. You as well. Uh, I hope it's not um, rude to ask, but you seem no. much of the adventuring <laughs> side. Um, uh, are you perhaps a guildy, as they call them? Uh, she kind of glances at the rest like, do I answer that? Uh, not yes. Her, yes. yes, we're uh, part of the... the Oh, Jesus, why am I forgetting what we are? Help! Twilight's chosen. Thank you! The Twilight... I was hoping someone else would, but yeah, twi Twilight's chosen. The... the I said we were from Broca, didn't I? So there's a surprise moment on her face, uh, whether mm -hmm. good or bad. Um... <laughs> totally. Oh! I see! One of them! That's wonderful! I'll tell you what, if by any chance, while you're out there, doing your thing and your new clothing gets destroyed or damaged or anything, we can go shopping. I would love nothing more. Can I roll insight on that? Sure. <laughs> Great. <laughs> on, on the shopping part? No, or... on the... On the oh, that's wonderful. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 20. Um, yep. let me let me roll for her. Okay. 19. There's a bit of displeasure. Um, but like it, it's it's like uh -oh. that displeasure of like oh that's not for me kind of thing. Maybe this is what you're kind of getting off of it a bit. Um okay. or or like, oh, that's that's a tough life kind of I like she doesn't quite understand why anybody would want to do that. Okay. She's cool. she's polite uh, about it. Sure. But it's it's not like she has beef with the Twilight's chosen. No. I mean not that you could tell. Okay. No. Okay. Cool. Uh Rick's just gonna keep up the charm. Uh well uh, I wouldn't want to hold you on your journey back north, uh, so I'll hope to see you around, Rebecca. You as well, uh, Rook? Rook. Like the dragon chess piece, yes. Wonderful. She'll do again another curtsy, and then she'll ching, head out the door. As yep. soon as she's left, Arya's just gonna be like, she was pretty. She was so pretty! <laughs> I don't know how you what? were able to talk to her. I was too struck by the the Essential motion and do the motions that uh, Rebecca had done to make the dress. I, I, I mean, yeah, it was rather striking. I, I, uh, I don't mean to brag, and I really hope this isn't taken as a brag. I have a lot of experience talking to women who are a lot prettier <laughs> than me. Case in point. Chill. Not to you. Uh, regardless, that was cool. Was well, certainly... Kind. That does actually remind me I should probably buy some actual profit, not just fun um, 
Rishi will go and I'm going to go buy five gold of mid-quality fabric. Yeah. Uh, actually, I can, I can do something. Shopping days are a lot of math. <laughs> I'm just trying to <laughs> yeah, keep them entertaining. Uh, I'll, I'll do the math and I'll put it on my sheet. Um, and then we can go to the next scene while I do math and stare blankly as I multiply things by seven. Sounds good. Let me step back a bit. That way you guys can see my mannerisms. I'm trying to sit up straight, but I'm like really cold, so I keep like hunching into my blanket. You said you said five five gold worth, Jace. Uh, it would. I have fourteen, so I could spend whatever would make an easy round for my brain. It's well, ADD's kicking my ass today. <laughs> it would be a hundred yards. You... Would be seven gold. So I could do fifty. Can you carry uh, that? No. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so a bolt of fabric is usually about ten yards. So you're buying ten bolts of fabric. I'll let you do that math. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's that's not good listening. <laughs> would anybody else like a different scene, um, or should we uh, reconvene um, as we all kind of meet back up at the tavern? That sounds good to me. Okay. Jump into the tavern. So it won't take much longer. You guys do the math, you get all the fabric you need, and you guys will head back to the tavern. We'll say it's probably getting a little late, so about 9 p.m., sun's kind of gone down. It's dark outside. Um, The tavern is getting a little bit busier. Um, You've got uh, a lot of, like, clinking of glasses and... People are drinking, having fun, and just pretty much a rowdy kind of scene going on. Turn that down just a little bit more. There we go. So, um, do the three of us see the three of them come in? Oh yeah, at this point you guys have already met up, said your hellos. Um, just kind of, you know, just within like the first 30 seconds you guys are just standing in the, in the end. Aria! Yes? I spoke to the innkeeper about uh, a possible performance tonight. By you, of course. Um, Wonderful. Yeah. I wasn't able to get your name on any kind of list, and he wasn't able to promise any time slot, but uh, if you talk to him now, they might be able to squeeze you in. I will go do that, then. Thank you for at least talking to him for me. My pleasure. And she'll wander over towards the barkeep. Hi, how can I help you? Hi. I was hoping to be able to perform tonight. Uh, feel free. Um, we've got a gentleman up there right now, but uh, whenever he's done, you might be able to take the stage. Um, I did make a deal with him previously, so you might need to work something with him. I'm already going to apologize. I'm sorry. That's okay. 
What's the deal you made with him? Oh, uh, that he could perform tonight, and uh, whatever he makes is his, plus the room. Fabulous. So I will... I'll go speak with him. Thank you for at least allowing me the chance. Of course. Um, you'll... Like you said, you'll have to, as much as I, I'd love to say you can have as much out of time as possible, you'll have to bring it up with him a bit. So. Kadith will walk, walk along as a show of muscle in case she needs it. <laughs> that, that's a great look. Um, mm. So I'm, I'm just going to go, I'm assuming he is in the middle of performing. Uh, yes, so he is skinny. Um, I would, I will not skinny. He's, he's thinner. He is, uh, probably about a half elf. He's got a decent sized kind of like small little goatee going on kind of to a point. His beard is, is somewhat trimmed and to a point to each side. He's got kind of that buccaneers cap going on with a large feather in the back, uh, kind of brown clothing with like a red shirt with like a large lip on the outside where like the, the, the what are they called? The, um, the collars are just kind of like pepped out and uh, kind of like gear to his side, but a lot of it looks kind of new-ish. Um, yeah, so he, he'll finish playing. The little kind of set down. Yes, and I shall be back soon. And he'll give like a quick floral, take the hat, he'll kind of dip and... Mario will clap. clap for her fellow performer. Um, once he comes off of the stage, Arya will approach and excuse me, may I speak with you? Oh, yes, yes, of course, of course. And he'll kind of flip and he'll have, like, this little quill in his hand. And he'll flip again and he'll pull, like, this sheet of paper and just sign it and he'll, like, hand it over to you. Here you go, darling. Thank you. But actually, I was coming to speak with you in regards to possibly sharing the stage tonight. Of course! If, I mean, it, you know what? It doesn't even matter if you know instruments. It, it, this is a tambourine. He'll kind of smack it. If you just do this, you can be part of the act as well. And I'll hand All it right. I very much appreciate your enthusiasm and your willingness to allow someone you believe to be inept to join you. However, I do have my own act, and I was wondering if you would be willing to... Make a deal with me, so that we can swap on and off being on stage, or if you would like, we can perform together. Mm. I would appreciate being treated with a little more respect, though. Edith will nod from behind. <laughs> he pays Kadith no mind. <laughs> um, yes, so, alright. So he's promised two people to perform here tonight. No, he hasn't promised me anything. It was just your deal. He said that if I wanted to perform, that I would have to come and speak with you and make another. And I was just going to give him a very sweet smile. Two songs. Two okay. songs would be fine. Deal. I mostly make my money off of performance of course mm -hmm. but judging by your burly uh, dim-witted muscle behind you i'm sure you have other means of making money so i'm not trying to be rude but i 
do have to make a living. Um, and, unfortunately, stage time is the only way I have to do that. I can appreciate that. Um, Cadith is not dim-witted muscle, although I appreciate that it might look like that. He's just a dear friend who cares for my safety, and negotiations like this haven't always gone well for someone like me. Fair enough. I guess. I mean, like a Kedith buck will... and wet, but sure. Kadith will reach into his pocket, pull out a gold, and flip it at the man. Two songs worth. Good. Fair enough. Sorry about the dim-witted comment. He'll Thank tap you. it into his pocket. Stage is yours. Alright, so, do you have a preference on when I take the stage, or am I allowed to go up when I feel? Go up when you feel. Um, I'm taking a quick break at the second, so if it fits for you, you may. Um, otherwise, um, I can just kind of chill for a minute. Um, I'm looking at a very special drink, so I will be back. And he'll head off to the counter. How many people... Can we get sea breezes here, Corey? Um, sea breezes, no. Um, Damn. Unfortunately, not. Sea breezes are, are in Hollywood. There you um, go. Next town. Here. Um, you need kind of like closer to a coastal place for a sea breeze. I know. Um, what they have here is called the Roaming Field, and it's uh, a green, grassy, like almost a mossy kind of thick bourbon drink, which is. Very awkwardly delicious. Um, but that's actually what you're going to see him get, because it's just going to be this rather large mug, and they're going to pour in this green kind of almost drink, which has this very nice foam to it, and they're just going to sprinkle a little bit of cinnamon on top as that brown just kind of clusters into it. Okay. Can I, can I ask something real quick? Sure. Did, did, did we hear him talking? Like, did he, we hear him say anything? Or was it just loud enough for those two to hear? Probably just loud enough for those. Uh, mostly because uh, the stage preparation area is off to the right. And the, the sitting area is kind of more to the left. That gives the performers a little bit more privacy to get the acts ready, communicate to each other, so that the 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 listening crowd don't really hear much of what they're saying. Oh, you also said that in. the crowd was rather packed too yeah. for the the inn, so there's probably a little bit of chatter. I also remember that uh, there was a question about how many people are in here. You're you're probably looking at about forty people, um, so a pretty packed house for a place like this. Um, I think Arya is going to take a moment and come back to the group. Sure. Well, as days go, I have met worse gentlemen. Oh, not terribly unpleasant. <laughs> Rishi, would you like to help me tell a story? There's a lot of people here. I'd like to give a good performance. Sure. Only I can. Am I the speaker in this case? Yes. Perfect. Just uh, tell me what I need to say, and I will do my best to say it. 
have I had any kind of chance to go and turn um, one of the stories from the old man's journal into a performance? You would have had time, but you're going to find that it's not really quite a story. Uh, I don't mind going into that if you want. Um, but if you want to just focus on the performance, we can go after that after. I'm just trying to figure out what story I want to tell. Mm-hmm. Um, I I have a story. I have a story of a mouse who escapes the house. We can do that one. That one sounds interesting. I will follow your lead. Uh, sure. Keep it uh, serious. But kind of uh, low. I'll tap my right heel, and that's when you go in with the uh, the rhythm. Sounds like a plan. One. I, by the way, I was looking up Thaumat. He was quiet and pant. I was really like, let's just bone this guy when he goes up and Silent. Can't, can't cut the guy's mic. That sucks. Unless, oh, we're level two. I was going to be like, ah, if someone had silence. Cast <laughs> silence on the dude and just watch him flounder. <laughs> that would I be so mean. There. As much as I, as a player, love that, Arya would <laughs> not like that idea. <laughs> uh, by the way, while we're just like idling, Rishi is just kind of loosely working. Um, probably at this point it's more just since it's I assume pretty mindless putting the trim on the cloak kind of I do technically know how to sew and I know that mine works just up and down. Uh, but once we get up on stage I'll do everything uh, and I will be working cloak first. So hopefully if I have to work no, I, th- I think, you know, you're going to have the time to be able to to, to do it, and okay. y- you should be okay. Alright. I, I assume, I don't know how many I'll be able to done tonight, but I'd like to done, not whatever else is. It would be Rook and Arya, then I'll start making clothes. Uh, but, you can go up on, uh, Stage and I, I actually I can I can tell. Um, performance with advantage. Yeah, I'll use press to digitation yeah. like I always do. And I also can melody press to digitation. Are we using regular advantage again or a plus three? Regular advantage. Okay. But no flanking. Yeah, no flanking. Nice. Nice, 24. So yeah, solid performance. Um, what uh, is there? So you, you said it was about a, a mouse? It's a mouse. Yeah, it's a mouse escaping the house of a lion. It's about a, a little mouse who living his life um, under the nose of a lion who Eventually, kind of, is there. 
and starts trying to catch the mouse. And through the help of some of the lion's cubs, uh, the mouse is able to escape to a bountiful where he is able to unite with other mice and creatures. Okay. So yeah, the, uh, let's see. Let's uh, let's do. Let's roll a d6, a d4, and a d2. Oop. D6, D4, and a D2. So we are going to get five silver, three copper, and one gold. Hey, we need to Investment Nothing. paid off. Kadeth is on that, uh, that grind hustle like culture now. Best margins, they don't match. The margins are bad. <laughs> Tip, sell. <laughs> you gotta short it. You gotta short it. Short it. Get out short of it. Here. Short the market. <laughs> so I imagine we all go back to the table. Ariel split up the, uh, the money that they've gotten between the three of them. Okay. I'm good. If the performance is an art, and eventually, since you're performing in every town, eventually I'll be up there, and then I can be like the opener, the, like also here kind of thing, the little asterisk. <laughs> I'm. Thank you. Okay. So then she'll just um split it in half and put half of it in front of Kadeth. What would half be? That's a very good question. Five um, copper, three silver, and a gold. I didn't know what that roll was for. That makes me worried. That's that's uh -oh. for me. Um, <laughs> after you're done, uh, the gentleman that you spoke to earlier will return back to the stage. Um, he'll do a, a very sultry performance of uh, Adventurers in the Desert. Um, yeah. I liked your performance better than his. Same. I don't see why it had to be so sexual. Probably I mean, compensating the for something. Is, see, that's the thing. Is almost every metaphor ready about sex, so you have to kind of. Don't need to add to it. Always already there and, and present. Adding is just kind of a hat on Well, you will know this. He didn't write the song. He just performed it. Uh, I mean, so I, I, I think it was just a matter of poor programming. I mean, he's talking in late high summer to a bunch of farmers about adventuring in a desert. I would think that he'd pick some cooler and winterier locale than a desert to frame his story or song. What race is he? Uh, Half-elf. Kadith has a devious idea. Alright. Um, how much does one of those drinks cost? Um, the specialty drink? Uh, like four, four copper? Yeah. 
I'm going to buy him one and have it sent over to him. Okay. I'm going to just try to get him too drunk to where he can't perform anymore <laughs> so that we can have more time on stage. Well, uh, he won't drink while he's on stage. He'll do Ooh. one, two, three songs after another, and then eventually he will take another break. That's the I'll only time. Make a strong one. Mm-hmm. Um, over to him. Yeah, so like he'll do two, three, four, and you'll actually, if you're listening, you'll see that he does have a fan base. There are people who do know him. Um, they refer to him as Chester the Grand. Um, but he will eventually come down. He'll get that drink and he'll kind of take a swig of it. Um, I'm pretty sure alcohol is easy to taste because I, I know going to a bar for me, I can taste if somebody's made my drink too strong. But he'll 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 drink into it. He'll have fun with it. And if I'll give him a nod because he wanted to know that it was sent over. That's, I'll nod that's back. the thing, at least for me with alcohol is. That's how I know I'm starting to get drunk is when I stop tasting the alcohol in my drink. I prefer it strong. <laughs> if, if my drink doesn't taste right. like alcohol at the bar, I know they're shorting me. That's true. I mean, they do anyway. I order doubles, and so if mine didn't taste like strong alcohol, I'd be like, hmm. Um, bad alcohol, like gin. I do. Don't say gin's bad. How dare you? I love gin. It's my favorite. Like, so. so he's taking another break. Stage is free if you wish. Alright, Arya will go up and perform her second song. This time she's going to go up alone. So but, she's... Sorry? Yo, you can still get prestidigitation. Yeah. Um, light work and stuff. You do the lights, I'll do the music. <laughs> so this time she's just going to sit on the very edge of the stage and play a very soft, almost sad song. And the imagery is going to be of a girl who follows a guy outside of her hometown, only for him to disappear and leave her completely alone. Okay. Question, question Corey. What is yes. the atmosphere of the bars that lit by lanterns or uh, lanterns. torches? Much like the photo. I, a, lot of, a lot of like candles, torches, lanterns. As Kadith noticed it's a sad song, he will... Uh, kind of snuff a couple of the torches with prestidigitation to uh, set the mood for sadness. You know what? I think Chester's going to help too. He's going to use prestidigitation to, once those lights go out, kind of use like a like a floating star to the to the to the roof of the building. So it kind of creates like this this almost gentle nightly feel to the room. It's a twenty-two. Pretty damn good performance from uh, from prestidigitations. Well, it, there's so you're setting the atmosphere. She's doing the performance, so yeah. there is a bit of a bonus, but it's not going to matter much to how she's performed. Plus, she decided she wants to go on her own. Yeah, so she's doing this out of her own ability. Oh, okay. Um, with a twenty-two, you're going to do relatively good. Uh, your song will pretty much feel as you wanted it to. Um, you will feel that there is a sad doll to the night, uh, especially after that song. Um, you're, you're, you're managing the emotions of the room. 
basically. So after a, a, a really sad song like that, you know, people are going to be very happy with the song, but you're going to notice like the excitement drop like a little bit. Yeah. Not necessarily because um, it was a bad performance. But uh, noticing that I forget his name, the other bard helped. She's going to be a little cheeky and extend her song and like take it from the very end where the girl is alone and make the song extremely upbeat from there and show this girl performing and gaining a larger audience over and over and over until she's this great big shining star just like the one that he'd created same song or different song this is like a she's continuing the song Second oh, verse, okay. different from the let's, first yeah. let's do another performance then <laughs> do I still get my advantage um I'll start lighting the room up a little bit again yeah let's go ahead with advantage okay I was going to say, while you're rolling that, uh, if anybody's looking at Rook, you notice she teared up at that. Okay, 21. So yeah, the performance continues on good. Um, with that that upbeat, there's like a little... Like people are kind of pepping back from that sad, solemn song. Uh, the room gets a little bit more crowdy. Uh, you're going to have more people kind of room in. By the time you're done, everything's situated. There's probably about 55 people in here. Um, and you'll make, uh, three, uh, another solidly one gold, uh, between coppers and everything like that, so. Fabulous. Alright, and she's gonna hop off the stage and walk back. Okay. Like, I, I mean, everybody's going to definitely be clapping. Uh, Chester, as well. Um, yeah, he doesn't seem to hold any ill... Just for me being any, cheeky yeah. and essentially playing an extra song. <laughs> no, it, like, he doesn't seem to mind. You know, if anything, he, he like, pulls up the, the glass that was given to him and he's been kind of, like, sipping on, so... Yeah. I mean, to be fair, you did help him out. Instead of leaving him on a sad note where he yeah. had to pick the crowd back up, you picked it up back for him. So that's good, at least. Ari was thinking about leaving it sad to ruin his night, and then she felt really bad at the end. <laughs> I was like, okay, no. I can't leave the room like this. Yeah, so very... she's very quietly going to sit down Um and have we ordered drinks for the table, or is, or do we not have anything sitting down? I don't know. What have you guys done? I'll order some um, drinks. I think Ilo would have ordered a pitcher for maybe Saul and Rishi to enjoy. Okay. Uh, um, well, for everybody, funny. but I think Saul was, and Saul and Rishi had come back to the table explicitly, and Rook, sorry. Sorry. So, Arya would pour herself a drink and just silently start drinking. Okay. So, around this time, we're pushing somewhere around midnight. Um, the last performance from Chester um, is actually going to be an ode, and he's going to shout that out at the end. This is to the Forgotten Heroes and our dead High King. And he'll basically just tell the tale that pretty much everybody knows. Um... An evil creature came from 
a place that no one knows, tried to destroy the world. They stood up against him. Um, one of them had to sacrifice the High King, who ended up being a king, um, eventually down the line, and they saved the world, um, as far as they know. But it also, and this is the sour point, it also opened the world up to monsters, demons, creatures that didn't exist being here now. That's pretty much just how he'll end the night. He'll head off the stage and also sit down. He'll have a couple of people come up to him and he'll be speaking with them. Um, let me get that song because that is really loud. <laughs> Kenneth will send a message telepathically over to Arya. And... Uh, He's noticed that she started drinking a little bit and being quiet, and that's not her normal self. Wonderful performances. Do you mind teaching me how to read some more tonight? I was just going to smile and nod in his direction. Well, out loud, and then he'll say, Cheers to a good night. It's been fun. Been a lot more fun than uh, some of our previous nights. That's that's for sure. Wonder if I'll get a response in a few days, or if we'll hear anything back from Graydon. If they were going to send a response, wouldn't they send one here? And we're moving on, aren't we? Yes, I do believe we're moving on, dear, but I think I was uh, expecting some kind of widespread response, an announcement of some kind that might reach all the cities in the kingdom. If something was terribly wrong, that was. That's probably a fair assumption. Um, Arya's gonna get up and excuse herself and just say, I think I'm going to head to bed. Soul's going oh. to get up as well. Oh, sorry. Uh, I was just going to say, oh, here's your key. Your key. And he's going to give a key to Arya, and he's also going to um, give a key to Sol. Sol was about to say something, too. I'm going to be heading to bed as well, and she'll follow Arya up, and when they get up the stairs, she's going to be a uh, Arya, can I talk to you real quick? Yeah, I'll just smell and go. Of course. Just. Uh, you seem to know a lot of songs and music. Yes. Yeah. Mm. You kind of find the like, like you see her kind of like trying to think of what she's trying to say, what wants to say. And you, you remember the, well, I mean, the sword and the stone when we all try to pull from it, right? I do. 
I, when I did it, I had a, I guess a vision, dream, something. I remember floating, but not in like the air, but hearing a song or a music, a tune that I had never heard before, but I knew it. Have you ever heard of anything like that? Do you remember the song? Would I? Would I? Yeah, um, vaguely, yeah. <clears throat> like, you're not trained in music, so it would be, you know, it, it, it's explainable, yeah. but you, you're not going to be able to do it justice. <laughs> yeah, I, I, she would explain it and, like, and try to, like, whistle it, but it would you, it would not be good. Would the rough melody of it strike any kind of chord with Arya? No. She's going to shake his I'm, I'm sorry, I haven't heard it. Majority of the things that I know is stuff that my dad taught me, so it's possible that it's just from somewhere not. Somewhere that I, I haven't gotten stories from. I see. Uh... I figured as much. Um, thank you, anyways. And she'll kind of like start to move, like, like she'll start to move away. But like, hurry, stepped away. Good night, soul. Uh, good night. Ariel, head off to uh, bed. Okay. After a while, um, after a couple drinks. Uh, Rook will stretch, sigh, and say, I, uh, I'm gonna go check on Arya. She seemed off. Good night, all. Alright, uh, good night, buddy. Don't anybody's called me buddy. <laughs> like that. Uh, and Rook will head up to their shared room. Knock. Alright, let's open the door and go. Well, you're coming right. to bed quickly. Yeah. Uh, uh, are you cool if I come in? Do you need a minute to yourself? Or? No, it's your room as well. And she'll wander back over to the bed. I I know, but common decency, you know. Um, Mark will walk in. Uh, slowly take the armor off. She's been wearing it most of the day. Um, are you okay? I think so. It's just been a lot these past couple days. I understand that. Your performance was, uh, was lovely. Truly. Thank you. It's not often I tell stories that I've written on my own. That's one of yours. It is. Doesn't come from experience? Ah, uh, that might be a story for another day. Fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, it, it was it was lovely. I always uh I always forget how music has a power to make you feel things. 
It looked like it hit you a little more than anticipated. You could say that. Ah. Uh. Do you take my hair down? I'm just gonna get ready for bed as we talk, but um, she'll just start untying the braid as is her nightly ritual. Uh, you want a me long to story. put it up for you? Huh? Your your hair. It looks. I don't want to be rude. It just it looks like uh, you've had it in that hairstyle for a long time. Uh, Would you like me to do something else? Uh, I'm not gonna object, I, I suppose, for doing new looks and all of that, I'm not gonna object. Sure. If you let me do yours. That sounds like a fun night. Yeah. yeah Perhaps you can share that long story of yours. Perhaps. It's not a happy one. Not at all. Uh, that seems to be the theme. Mm. Yeah, when you're when you're born sad, you kind of stay sad. Pause. Ariel motion for Rook to come and sit, probably on the floor uh, in front of the bed, so yeah. that she can actually reach. <laughs> yeah, because Rook, Rook is very tall. Yeah, totally. Um, we'll sit. I'm I'm curious how you're gonna do their hair. Um, well, first we're gonna brush through it, and Ariel start like braiding the sides of her hair um, to Ooh, keep okay. it down, and pull it into like, and I've seen it where it's like all down the back, but it's all braided, but not in like one braid, and like many, many, many braids all put together. It's like Viking, Vikingy, Rapunzel-y, yeah. that kind of vibe. Oh, heck exactly. Yeah, okay. Cool. So we're gonna spend yeah. time doing a very intricate set of braids, just for apparently. The fun of it. <laughs> okay, I love it. Um, yeah. Rook will start talking, I guess. Um, first of all, promise me this conversation doesn't leave this room. Done. Ah. Uh, long story short, I I had a friend. Who was a little, uh, more than a friend for a while. Um, her name was Bishop. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't her name, but it's her name in the same way that Rook is my name. It's just what we call ourselves. It's a running joke for a while. not the definition of a name, regardless <laughs> of if it's the one you were bought with, born with. That's fair, that's fair. I don't connect much to my birth name. It's it's well-meaning, but it's just a name. Ah, uh, but Bishop, Bishop, uh, she was lovely. She was uh, a tiefling, actually. You know, red red skin, horns, all the all the above, and. Uh, we were friends for a long time. She helped me get through a lot of dangerous stuff and uh, get me out of a very dark place that I was in as a child. And then we did some jobs together. Most of them were her idea. I 
Can't say I'm good at planning or anything like that, but we worked well together, I suppose. And then uh, things went south, and she had to flee. I, I presume I, I don't actually know what happened to her. But I always felt like she abandoned me, in a way. I don't know if it was on purpose, but she, she never came back, and I imagine if she wanted to, she would. appears that you're also hiding from something. Maybe she's doing the same. Maybe she doesn't feel safe. Maybe she wants to come back. I don't know. She was a flighty person to begin with. Always wanted to make the best out of whatever situation she was in, even if that meant doing some shady shit. I don't know, but I, I wouldn't call her my girlfriend. I don't, I don't think we were that close, but, uh, well, there was a relationship. Anyway, in some ways. <laughs> <laughs> you see her actually blush at that. Nice. Anyway. Oh, sorry. No, continue that thought. Oh no, I, hey, it's in the past, and I, I'll be honest, I'm curious to ever see her again, but I don't know, I don't know what happened to her. I, I didn't get to exactly explore Naveska in the intervening uh, three and a half years now, I suppose. So you lived in Naveska? Born and raised. Well... Spent the first bit of it in the forests, and then ended up in city proper. Yeah. What about you? Where are you from? I don't know if we've- we've had this conversation, now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> um... Yeah, I'm- I'm from uh, Crystal Brook. Right. Right. What's that like? It was nice. It's- really small. It's just a little farming town. Uh, everyone knows everyone. Um, a lot of the people there, we all called each other family in some form. And a lot of them encouraged me to follow music. Hmm. It's lovely of them. <laughs> and you do have a talent for it. Seriously. Thank yeah, you. I know people tell you um, that all the time, I'm sure, but still. Thank you. I am excited to go back. It'll be the first time I've visited since... since I left. Well, I think you know most of why I left. Do you want to tell me why you did? Oh, um... A bard came into our town. He was brilliant. All of his performances were absolutely dazzling. Mm. Um, One of those. Yes, yeah, it's it very easy on the eyes as well. Uh, yeah, common problem. 
Well, he saw me performing at one point and asked me to come with him. Among other questions. So I left. I went with him. We went to Croker. We spent the night, if you get what I mean. I understand. And when I woke up, he was gone. I don't know where he went. No, no, nothing. Just a flower and a note on the table. So you were singing from experience then, weren't you? Perhaps. It's alright. That's a fucked up thing, isn't it? It can be. But it gives me my drive. I know what I want. I know that I'm going to be a great, great performer because of it. So great, he will never escape my name. (laughs) Your your ambition is inspiring, truly. (laughs) But, uh... I don't know what I want. I don't know. It's changed a lot in the last few days. I think it's okay to explore what you want. Sometimes it's okay to just float, if you've spent so long only living to survive. Fair point. I I think I have a goal that has been uh, put in place before me, confusing as it is. Uh, I'm not entirely sure what all of it means. But I, I don't know what I want for me. Just because I've never really been allowed to want something for me beyond food and other things. I suppose take the time to discover who you are and what you want. Hmm. Good advice. (laughs) Do you want me to do you now? I think that after like the the yeah. topic of discussion, she's going to go bright red, and then go, oh yes, you you can do my hair now. Yes, I'm I'm so sorry. I meant her hair. Uh, I I never mind. Never mind. We're not getting into that tonight. Um, yes, I will gladly do your hair. Ariel, move and just go sit on the floor as well, just in front of Rook, and hand her the hairbrush. Okay. I was gonna say Rook was gonna get on the bed and then like lay down on it so that she's like right next to your head. Um uh, yeah. Uh Rook will go through brush. Um Rook's a pretty good writer. Uh I I like I kinda wanna do something Rapunzel-y for our We're gonna have like, pretty Rapunzelish hair. Yeah. Yeah, but like it—it it feels like it fits more with her vibe as opposed to mine, <laughs> um, and I, I love that. Uh, it, actually, she would turn to you and be like, "Okay, do you want like do you do you want pretty hair? That seems like your mo. Or do you want me to like get it so it's out of your face perpetually, like mine?" Hmm. I like pretty, but I'd like to see what you would want to do. Hmm. Fair enough. Uh, and Rook will very quickly 
because uh, she has a lot of practice doing this, uh, <laughs> work it into this ever so slightly complicated French braid in that every section is twisted so that the hair has less of a chance to come out. Don't ask That's me cool. why I know this works. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and just work it into this French braid right down the back. Um, there you go. That was oh, very my... fast. Thank you. Uh, when you, uh, you get really good with ponytail holders and like little ribbons and stuff when you have to, you know, run from the cops. It's a thing. <laughs> I can do it for you again if you like. Anytime. That would be appreciated. But uh, we should probably go to bed. It's kind of late. Yeah. Yeah. Let's travel in the morning. I think that's the end of our scene. Yeah. I think you're muted. You're muted. Sorry about that. Uh, all right. Uh, any other scenes, or should we wake up earlier the next morning? One just last little one. Kadith will drink into the early morning. Um, sitting at the bar area, wait for what was it, Charles? Chester? 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 Sorry, yeah. C H name. Um, Chester the Great to finish his performance to wrap everything up, and he'll. I'm guessing the bar's kind of more empty by now. Everything's winding down. Well, by the time he's done, it'll probably be like just a little bit after midnight once everybody uh, from the party pretty much goes upstairs, but uh, there'd still probably be at least 40 people there. Well, then he'll walk up to him, give him a nod. Thanks. Oh. Sharing your space. You didn't need to. But you did. It was a good thing. Well, um... No one ever makes a good reputation by being an asshole. So. Not only that, everybody starts somewhere. And... I don't know. Hmm. I just didn't really have a reason to be rude. Unless I felt threatened. Which... Sorry for the brute comment. So, not the easiest to look at, but you'll find me quite reasonable. You said it, not me. Hell, nod. If you didn't catch, her name was Arya. You should spread some tales of her. She did a good job tonight, I think. I don't think she'll need my help. Always would be appreciated, though. I think it might be pandering if I did, rather than letting her ability show for itself. Well, with a name like The Great, he must have gotten it somehow. <laughs> Maybe a story for another day. I'm sure I'll see you somewhere else. Do you need another drink before you retire? No. I must get heading up north. Um, i got a horse waiting on me, and uh, the people of uh, Crystal Brook are uh, 
gets impatient sometimes. We'll save travels, Chester. There's one. He'll, uh... Get if it will nod and go back to his seat. He'll do his usual gigantic flourish bow. Um, and just before he leaves, of course, as thematrical as always, and everyone remember the day I came to Whitegate and threw a hell of a party. And then he'll kind of close <laughs> more behind him. He'll shake his head and smile. He'll wait for a reading lesson if one is to come. If not, he won't be too pressed about it. Um, and that's all I need for the night. What's he waiting on? What did you say? A, a reading lesson. A reading? Uh, probably not. Um, mm -hmm. At least not tonight, I don't think. Because um, I think you were heading to sleep, Lily? Or Aria? Um, Aria is going to go down at some point in the night, probably just after she says goodnight to Rook to um, go and do her nightly thing with a Jadith help and learn to read. My bad. Um, so, after the reading lesson, um, after everybody retires early the next morning, um, you guys will uh, kind of start seeing a little bit of the effects as she's like you're heading into the 14th, close to fall. Um, the leaves outside are starting to change colors. Slowly starting to fall on the ground. A little bit farther out from town, you can start seeing this change kind of take effect. It's probably been going for a couple of days, but today's like that first real thick day that you kind of notice the, the oranges and the browns, and you kind of mix in there with the auburns and, and stuff like that as the leaves fall. And a lot of the leaves will kind of rake through um, the, uh, the, the morning streets as, as there's little to nobody this early. Um, most people have kind of gotten up for the day and have made their way, you know, kind of out to the, the fields. So the inside of town is, is going to be relatively um, empty, uh, besides a few people who are like the bread makers, the street cleaners, the, the such. We're headed to Hollymead, um, correct? Yes. That is where your your mission is. Um, I need to know from the, the, the group, um, because I think we had said it, but did we have the intention of of just passing through and mm -hmm. moving on? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, in that case, it would be the perfect time since it's the last day of high summer. Um, Ilo is going to take another piece of paper and once more wax it up with a candle and uh, a little bit of wick. With his ink pen, he's going to draw the image of a cat on one face of the, the cube, and on the other is a weasel. And uh, he's going to light the paper lantern and out the window of his in-room, he's going to send the paper lantern off into the sky until it goes out of sight. And he'll just sort of lean on the windowsill. Watch to see if there are any other druids out there doing the same thing at the change of the seasons. 
And uh, he'll wait for uh, Rishi to uh, wake up. I would say that you're, you're probably not going to see much of anybody in the streets during that time. Yeah. Anybody else? Early morning rituals or anything? Janeth is probably... When does like the bar close? Or is there always somebody there? There's always somebody there, but they, they kind of stop selling the extremely hard liquor um, probably somewhere around 2 p.m. Or, sorry, not 2 p.m., 2 a.m. Kenneth would have stayed down all night, either, you know, having a couple beers and maybe some food, but he wouldn't have headed up to bed. He's trying to keep a little bit of a buzz going. It's a tiny one. Um, Ari had probably come down pretty early. She's coming down to look for Kadath after she went to go and have her four-hour trance. Um, she'll sit down, she'll order something to eat. Did Kadath need to sleep? Mm-hmm. As long as he's engaging in light activity, no. If he does something heavy, then he cannot benefit from any effects of arrest, but... Sitting around, eating, reading, um, that kind of stuff. Doesn't matter. I would say probably a little after Arya, Soul would come down, sit. She isn't writing in her book at all, but just sits and waits. Rook would come down sometime later. Um, Corey, I do have to ask, has she been having more dreams? <laughs> Not last night, no. Okay, cool. She comes down pretty quickly after after Soul. Oh. Uh, Morning. She would be down last. Uh, carrying a, a bundle of fabric uh, this <laughs> time. That she would set in front of Rook. Uh, there's one of one done. Uh, I'll get to yours as we travel. Uh, Arya. And I'll get to more proper clothing for you, Rook. That's finished. Oh, it, it's, it's fine. Thank you. You did mine before yours? Yes. <laughs> Believe it or not, I can be selfless. said I would. I think I you had it in you. Hmm. Appreciate your faith. Hmm. Thank you nonetheless. Are you putting it on? Oh, yeah. It is. We'll say a little something. Plant the back of your cloak when you're not looking. And the symbol that matches closely to your earring will appear on the back of it for a little bit. Shimmering in okay. gold. He's impressed with dictation. He just likes to practice and hone his neat skills that he's not sure where he got them from. Oh. Ivan will follow uh, Rishi down 
uh, a little after they've uh, they've woken and said their pleasantries, and I kind of call downstairs after him, and I'll be like, Rishi, did you really need to buy six bolts? Well, it's five now, but I mean, five each one weighs as much as a thank you bedroll. Oh. Did you girls have a fun night? And All right, he, I'll just touch he her. He sort of like motions as just the does like the hair motion with his hand Brooke, Brooke when he gets the puzzling glance. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was it it was a fun fun night. You both look lovely, and Rishi actually, you're a very good seamster. Everyone acts as if a surprise. I have promise I can do things, just not digging the holes or lifting heavy things. There are other things in this world. So, um, this place is going to be kind of open. All the windows are open, kind of airing out from last night, because, you know, a lot of drinking, stuff like that. You got a bunch of people together. Place like that gets musty, a little stinky, you know, because it's closed for most of the night. Um, past the windows is going to be a familiar face for about two th- two people. Um, there's this large, uh, not really large, uh, slender elven woman, uh, pointed ears, white hair. Um, she's going to make her way into the tavern and kind of look to the bartender. I need to procure a way to get to Hollywood. Apparently, my duties changed last night. You wouldn't happen to know anybody who could do that, would you? Mari is immediately standing up and going, Rebecca, we're headed to Hollymead. Would you like to join us? Zero in like zero interest in input from the rest of the body. Yeah, like the bartender's like got his mouth open like I guess not. Um uh she'll turn around and then kind of look to you. Oh, 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 hi. Um Yes, um I need to get there. Um uh, job well done. Uh, let's see, uh, 105 gold. She sees your face. Okay, okay, uh, 110. Yes, that is perfect. That is the very agreeable. Thank in you. She's eyes just like, <laughs> like, <laughs> right them, like. <laughs> oh. Are you expecting resistance? Most people hold out for more money. <clears throat> His last minute, of course, and all the other guildies have left for the evening. So I uh, don't have much option. You are more than welcome to travel with us. Mm-hmm. Of, of course. Uh, as, as, as you have said yourself, we will make sure the paper will um, Since... Um, I think a uh, 110 will kind of tack on the, the fees for late minute, but it will of previous business dealings that you've had with us. Um, okay, with food and bed roll. Uh, a bed, I mean, I have enough fabric to essentially function as Do you need one though? We can go out and get supplies before we leave. Need. I'll need a bed roll. 
I shall go shopping. I shall see you in an hour. And she'll kind of like drop the 110 gold bag just kind of like in Rishi's hand. You need a bedroll? You can just have this one. Oh no. No offense. Okay. I need okay. something different. Okay. This is this is new. I haven't used it. Higher quality. Uh, no offense. Uh, none taken. Right. Um, I shall be prepped and ready in one hour. I shall meet you here, or is there any other location you wish for me to see you at? Here will be fine. Oh, Fair? to meet us. Yes. And she'll, she'll head off towards the market section. Rishi is gonna hand that bag of just reach over and kind of give it five of yeah, uh, <laughs> we'll like take it. It'll put like a hand on Rishi's head and be like, Do we know her? <laughs> Arya's uh, just gonna cough and yes. I'm sorry. And then sit down and go, I was a little overexcited to see her again. I think that Rook also shares my sentiment and she's madly uh, yeah, blushing yeah. goes back to her food. <laughs> Yep, yep, common, common problem. Anyway, uh, really? yeah, no, we, we, we've we met. She got us uh, the fabric at the store. 18 gold, and nice of her. Eight, 18 gold, 3 silver per person. Uh, she, yes, not the fabric that I'm carrying. Yeah, has it, it's, it's fabric. That I, I will work. But yes, she is. She is known. Um, I hope she doesn't expect a cart, or a horse, or a donkey. You might expect it, but we don't have it. But that's true, and she didn't. She didn't say we had it, and she didn't ask. Contractually, mm-hmm. I don't want anything wrong. Do you think oh, maybe we should ask her why she needs to go to the same place we need to go? I mean, I don't... I mean, we could ask while traveling. This this amount of pay is usually to not ask questions. She did say she did. to the barkeep that her duties had changed. She was headed to Croker originally. Yes. What is uh, her duties? The- to be honest, I wasn't paying that much attention. Uh, yeah, it was a, she was a little distracting. Sorry. Anyway. If you say um, so. Yeah. She's, she's nice. She's nice. We like her. We're good. Can't always trust nice. No, of course not. Nobody's nice for free. I've said it before and I'll say it again, but you did pay us. So. And it was up front, too, which is nice. That, yeah, I didn't. Honestly, that was kind of the biggest surprise. Hmm. I don't trust her. Or don't trust her all you want, but this gold in our hands. Mm. money. You happen to mention that you are going to Hollymead before you 
before she barged in at the bar just now. Did we say we were headed to Hollymead? I don't remember you saying that we were going to Hollymead. I don't think I, so. I, I, I didn't say Hollymead. Yes, well, if itself. not, then she's done nothing to seed my mistrust. So. Exactly. Yeah. I, I don't trust many people. As she said, you are allowed to not trust her. She could just have powers similar to mine, but more advanced. None of you would have known if she would have reached into your mind and felt what you were thinking. Kind of, oh, I'm you pretty sure clothes? she reached into our mind. It was not about uh, Holly. Yeah, no. Uh, can can you make clothes out of just a pile of fabric, like like as magical? I mean, I understand that you can do that, Rishi, but I mean, like, snap and suddenly there is a dress. Can you do that? Because in she, that case, I think we should be toss concerned. Up, she did toss up fabric and just uh, the dress appeared on her. Or this my theory that she could be more powerful than you think. Totally. But I don't care if there's money in my pocket. Yeah, that's... I absolutely agree. That, that's 110 gold right there, That, which implies she has more if she was willing to negotiate up without us trying to. So it's, we can... And of speaking few. of implications, being able to make a dress doesn't necessarily mean you're skilled at combat. She could just simply be needing protection. Like I said, money in our pocket. One of the times I'll agree with Arishi. But be wary. Arya and Brooke, you spoke to, to her more than I did, and you seem to get a better judge of character. I bothered. Um, do you have any issues? See any problems, possibly? She seems like some kind of aristocrat. Or at least someone yeah. who's not used to traveling. Like that that kind of money isn't something that most people just walk around with. I don't see an and, issue. And uh, she did express a little bit of uh, confusion and or discomfort with us. I, I did mention that we're part of the Twilight's Chosen, and uh, she, uh, she she was taken aback by that, but it didn't seem like it was like, oh no, the Twilight's Chosen, they're going to kill us all. It was like, was oh... It? Okay. In the future, you might not want to mention that we're part of a Twilight's Chosen. Being I'm sorry, she... Being she a part asked. of a legendary guild can put a mark on our backs. Doesn't matter how pretty she is, maybe Did we not discretion. So that way we can have the prestige of the legendary guild? We, if we joined so that the legendary guild status could help us, how are we also at the same time Use that to our advantage, but not use that in a way that would make us. If you want to have a million, if you want to have a million gold, that's fine. But you don't want to tell every person out there that you have a million gold, because then your pockets are ripe for a robin. We don't have a million gold. We have eighteen gold making, each, maybe. I was making an analogy. All right, let, let's yeah. all take a breath and figure out what we're doing in order to craft to go to Hollymead. Now that we have someone, we have to protect. Well, we're going to make sure that we have extra rations. Mm -hmm. We'll come sure back we... in for like 20 minutes, so. Uh, make sure that, yes, extra rations. We make... Have people guard. Uh... You're cutting it out. Oh, boy. Love that for me. Love that for me. 
answer. Uh, <laughs> rations have people on watch. I think that's about all we can do. Make sure we set up whenever we camp. Is there any other supplies or gear that anybody else needs or wants before we leave? How early is it, Corey? Um, we'll say at this point it's probably around 8 a.m., 9 a.m., roughly 9 a.m. Um, would there be any weapon shops that don't require expertise open, like somewhere I could get some darts? Just like off the shelf. Yeah. yeah. In that case, I'm just going to explain to the group what I'm going to do, and I'm going to go get those, and I'll be back in like five minutes. They won't be the fanciest things, but they'll do. No, just, yeah, just some like flat, basically pieces of pointed steel that I can check. Yard darts. I would like to go out and purchase. A like a journal and a, I guess you would call it calligrapher's supplies. Okay. Stuff to practice writing on now that I'm learning how to read. So I think that would probably turn out to about three gold. Okay. Uh, if it's possible to just roleplay that for a little bit, because Arya would go um, with Kadath and she would pay for the notebook actually um if that's communicated or if i can remind you we actually have two blank books from when we dispatched the, or when we found the dispatched blockhand so we have um a journal in our he wants, inventory he, he wants his own he wants his own fresh one okay yeah that's fair that's cool one that wasn't used for nefarious purposes at some point um but Ari does want to like on the walk to to the store, I just have a small conversation. She'll just, at some point during the walk, just very quietly go, You know, I was thinking about what happened in Nottingham. And if, then the voice will shift to her mind. What were you thinking about it? That if you weren't there and I'd gone to see if she was okay. I could be the one who was also pinned against the tree. I could have died. I just wanted to say thank you. I don't know what I did. I feel like somehow it was my fault. Strange things happen around me. You were out there. I don't think it was your fault. She didn't seem like she was talking to you specifically. No, I mean the thing that came from the water. That's what I mean as well. I don't Strange think that she's there thing. because of you. Strange things gonna happen when I'm around. Especially water. But... I didn't... think about it. I just... I didn't want to lose someone else. You'd have to say thank you. I'm sorry that... seeing that... That's such a bad effect on you. I, uh... I do feel, though, that having that memory can serve, serve you well, be a good reminder. 
I think while traveling, it was good to get it over with with people that I trust. Knowing that I'm safe while we traveled to White Gate helped. And it's probably not the first time, like the last time that I'm going to. Demeanor will sour a little bit at that because he's seen a lot of people die. No, probably not. But I want you to have this. And he'll reach into a little pouch on the side, pull out the femur bone of a rabbit, and pass it to her. And inside is Scrimshaw, not the best, but not the worst, the uh, event of that night. He had carved carved some of the stuff into the bone on different sides, basically different panels of what had happened. And look at it for a minute ago. This is very intricate. I'm learning something I picked up from the sailors on the boats. Rabbit bone isn't the best, it's a little small, but you can do what you can with what you have. Thank you. Mm. Let's go get you that notebook. Thank you. And let's go buy a notebook. I'm going to add that into my inventory. All right. Well, um, easy to find one. Uh, they're fairly cheap. And I would say the interaction would be fairly standard. You go in, you find a good notebook that you like, however you would like to describe it. Um, pay your certain coinage, and you're out. You know, nothing really of note to, to mention. Um, once that's done, uh, would we want to meet up back at the inn? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you guys will all kind of arrive back at the main door. Um, you'll come from the left towards the market district. Um, you'll have this, uh, this this bag that uh, is falling, just kind of dragging on the ground. Um, not like she's dragging, like it's just literally following her. <laughs> dragging. Um, and she'll just... Are we ready? I do like a quick, like, once over of her and hearing like the things she's done magically can i see if maybe what kind of magic user she is if she's a wizard or she has a book or if she looks more, more like she doesn't require that kind of stuff for magic uh you can definitely adopt it what would it be investigation uh insider investigation i'll do insight I pushed it and it didn't go. Try again. Oh, where'd it go? Um, so it's 16. So, like, there's mixed tales right there because she's got like a little hip booklet. Um, but a lot of like what she's doing, she's not reading from a book to do it. Um, as far as what you've seen, she doesn't. And, you know, the biggest tip off is it's like she's got to be some sort of mix of something because she'll. Uh, kind of pull out her her little booklet, kind of read through it, nod a little bit, and then close it uh, before she casts a, a spell, which is phantasmal speed, uh, not speed, uh, phantasm steed, um, phantasmal from, speed. Yeah, so she's going to basically look to the watering well just in front of the tavern, where you would kind of like hook up your horses and stuff like that, and from that, basically a horse will materialize in water. 
uh, and it'll kind of stomp around towards her, which then she'll kind of, you know, flip a finger, and the 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 items, the bag, will kind of go onto the back of the steed, and then she will hoist up onto it. I need to learn that spell. It seems pretty useful. Are we ready to head out? Mm-hmm. I think it's a Lily's turn to roll the d12 for travel die. Oh, yeah, travel die. I think everybody else has. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't. I, just, I don't think I did. Yes, you did. You did the first one. I didn't roll a d12, though, did I? I roll a d8. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I just said d12 because I assumed. A travel die, in general. How a travel many, die, yes. How many days... Is the trip. Like, if I rolled a d12, would we get all the way to Yeah, a d12 would definitely, I'm sure, get you there. That's uh, 174. Let me do a calculator. Just, uh, just below six, five and a half. Five something. Six would get 168. Yeah, 6.9, so roughly like, roughly like seven days to get there. Mm. Do we want to risk a D12 while we have someone traveling with us there? That's that's my thought process, is we could split it as two D8s would get us there. Two D6s would probably get us there. Safer. I, I say we should just risk it. Mm-mm. Metal-wise, I'd love to do The D12 scares me, though. That's exactly why you should do it. Though. We can do a D12 on the way back. Yeah, let's let's do that. I'm gonna roll D eight. So that's four days of travel, so that's still most of the way. Which I believe is medium risk, medium reward. Yeah. Ooh. See, I told you. I told you it was a bad idea for me to roll a D twelve. I'm so glad I rolled a D eight. That's a three out of eight. Yeah. So medium risk, medium reward. Um the first thing that is pretty much gonna note. You know, while that lovely day started out so beautiful, um, <coughs> it is going to get a bit colder. Of course, the weather is going to kind of change about an hour, an hour outside of town. And for the first time in a few days, uh, rain is going to set in. Uh, so start trickling down as you guys head on out. Oh, well, this is fantastic. Kate, it looks pretty happy as well. Nothing preps a good crime scene, especially arson, than a rainstorm. Sure. Basically, what I'm saying is all our evidence is going to be gone if this reaches Hollymead. Oh, if really want to be talking then. about that? All of, all of our evidence will be gone given that it's been several days. Since we had to... We'll be operating off of eyewitness accounts. Yes, and we have one good eyewitness, at least. They haven't died from gangrene. He's <laughs> gonna smile and look up at the, uh... at the, the sorceress that's riding next to him on the steed and see if he can get a reaction with his negativity. Oh, she she is uh, unfazed by it. 
Um, she's currently got some sort of like veil that just kind of curtains over her, so you kind of see the rain kind of like hit almost like a see-through umbrella. And I'll watch it just like tumble off the sides of her. How bad's it raining? Um, it's going to start pretty light, uh, but eventually it's going to be kind of hefty. Um, and then probably about four hours after that, you're going to start seeing lightning. Are we out in the open open? Um, yeah, I mean, you're, you're in an open field. Uh, there's a few trees kind of to the north, maybe a couple of miles down the way, but for the most part it's it's open plains. Well, not a great place to be in the middle of a lightning storm. So, seek out shelter? I don't know what we can do. There's not much shelter. Being the highest thing in the area is not good. But there's only a couple other eye things. Being next to that's not good either. Have we considered digging a hole? Which would fill with water. Yeah. Ah, shit. Yeah. We should just keep going. It'll pass. That seems like oh. the best option. Edith will look to Sol, knowing that she is very familiar with the storms. In her mind, any in, in her mind, she'll hear any insight on when this one might pass. Yeah, would I know being like a Tempest cleric? I mean, you could give a nature check, but I, I don't think directly it would give you any, any kind of. I, I didn't do your Um, just by a storm like this, it could be hours, maybe days. Oh, I can do better. Um, I'll cast Druidcraft. What's the <laughs> weather going to be like in the next, next twenty-four hours? Rainy. Yeah, I don't think it's going to let up anytime soon. But the lightning may, if these definitions are correct. Onwards. How cold is the rain? Um, not really that cold. I mean, it's chilly, definitely, because you've got that wind kind of blowing. Um, it is... You know, after about two or three hours, you're going to start shivering. Um, but it's not going to be like frostbite kind of a situation. Pedicle shift between people as they're traveling using prestidigitation to warm their clothing. So I think that's one things you can do. Warm things. And we'll actually also begin to sing uh, during the, the lightning thunderstorms. Trying to almost eerily time the rhythm to thunderstrikes. Um, Isla will um, probably recognize seeing some of these songs since it's been taking, he's been taking uh, singing lessons from Rishi. 
kind of join in on some lower harmonies. Do like right. a uh, like a almost like a sea shanty, but on land. And I guess actually, yeah, I think that's. Uh, no, soul can even though I guess not here maybe, but this would be in, in primordial uh, if this specific case. It would be uh, air. So it's not so bad, but the, the air primordial. Orin. Orin, yeah. Uh, uh, I, would, I wouldn't know that because I can only understand Primordial and Aquan. But it would just kind of be tied to the Well, there'd be they're dialects. So there'd be like, uh, it, it would be like, um, Rishi is singing with like a really heavy accent. You'd be able to get like most of it, but there'd probably be words that would like sound pretty different, I think, like, the gist of it. And it is singing about and, and the movement of lightning uh, more, than, more than the brain. Since Rishi waved it off, Kadeth will focus. You can do three at a time for an hour. Or he'll focus on Ilo, Rook, and Arya. I mean, because he knows um, Soul loves the storms and the weather. But those are the two heavy armor users, and then the other one. Who need to stay a little bit more warm? Especially in such a chilly environment. I appreciate that, Kadeth. Um, sorry. Um, I appreciate that, Kadeth. Uh, as much as I love this weather, uh, it's uh, best to keep the armor dry so it doesn't chafe, you know? I can't make it dry, but I can make it warm. Oh, are you using... Press Oh, Brett's vegetation can dry things. Yeah. No, it can't. To a degree, I think. Um, you can chill warmer flavor up to one cubic foot of non-living material. You can clean or soil objects, but you can't dry things. Something I learned the hard way. Well, oh, um, they've changed that since the additions changed then. Mm-hmm. I, I would say probably about not even 20 minutes into this situation. Um, Rebecca is going to be kind of done with the rain. Um, and she'll say, just a moment. And you'll see the horse kind of stop, and she'll slide off of it. Um, she's going to reach into her bag. And she's going to put out this little wooden cube. Um, she'll kind of spin it, almost like a Rubik's Cube, about two or three times. And then she'll toss it. Not too far, just far enough. And you'll see kind of it fold and unfold, and uh, eventually standing in front of you would be a small wooden shack. And the horse um, will kind of splash downward, and dissipate as the, the bag of hers will follow her as she hits the front door. Um, I'm going to make an arcana check to see if I can pick up any any um, anything I can from that cube. Um, in my mind, the most probable thing to 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 look for would be um, runes that light up on each of the sides as she's spinning it, trying to memorize the combination. 
Um, if so, or any other kinds of magical effects, um, just trying to identify the spell. Because this is something that looks like I might be able to build. Um, it is uh, a magical item. It does seem to have more components inside of it than just like the cube itself. Um, it has like three runes that kind of scramble and move around. Um, something sort of like a magical hut situation kind of going on. Okay. Um, with a little bit of time to study Arcana, you'd probably gather more on the item, but currently with what information you have, I, I would say that it's it's a niche item. Not really widely used. Uh, along the road, was there any chance that KDF could have found any bleached like bones of a dead animal long since de decayed? Uh, you could roll a nature. Um, okay. Just stuff to practice on. Any bone will do. Nature. Uh, boom. I'm going to say not this time. Um, I'm fine with me. Just coming straight from uh, town. So it's, it's probably cleaned out. Most of like miles away from town are, are mostly farmland. So stuff like that is tended to pretty well enough. Um, but yeah. Maybe, maybe someone will have He's still got some rabbit bones left. Hmm. Uh, but uh, Esther will uh, kind of crack the door open and then toss her bag to the right and just kind of turn around. Well, are you coming? Are you standing here? Uh, yeah, and I stand like on the inside, or at least I am. And Ari's going to make her way to building. Yep. Yep, Rick will follow and practically shake like a dog, but outside of the hut, <laughs> and then walk inside. Inside. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, I was going to say in character, um, the uh, walking lightning rod is probably going to take a peek inside. Yeah, no arguments there. Rishi, you coming? In, in a minute, I think I'll enjoy it a little bit. But I will set my bag to drive for a bit. She will do such, set bag in, and go sit in the rain and do the, uh, Vegeta in the, in the thunderstorm. Uh, thing for a little bit. Yeah. Hey, Just three guys, and our two girls, two guys and a girl. Stay it out, we Wait, no, it's fine. It is <laughs> absolutely enjoying it. One card. I'm sorry. Uh, for those who did go inside, um, it's not huge, uh, I wouldn't say. But, it, it, I mean, it's a decent size. It's mostly filled with about two or three tables uh, covered in books and, and kind of like stone and tablets and stuff like that. Um, there is a bed in the back corner and like brushes and kind of chisels kind of like all over the place. Um, an archaeologist's uh, kind of wet dream, so to speak. Um, and there's just like scriptures of like old civilizations and, and stuff like that. that's kind of tattered over the walls and she'll just kind of make her way inside and you know, brush off a seat and open a couple of books. 
Sorry to interrupt, Rebecca. Remind me what it is you do? Oh. Um, ancient archaeological surveys. I check out places that essentially have ancient civilizations, checking out pottery, clothing, items, gear. Um, I piece together histories of old times. On whose behalf? Kingdoms, mostly. Gregan, a lot lately. Um, I did some for Eris a bit in a while, but I was not a fan of the desert. Hmm. Fair. I'm partial to forests myself. I just like swamps. Dreary. I love it. I never much cared for the swamp, but that m might be bias on my part. Bias of experience. Um, Rebecca, is it, then? Yes. Um, could I be so bold as to ask if I might study your wooden cube? I completely understand that there might be unintended consequences if I actually move any of the parts, so I promise not to do it. I would just like to... Well, it reminds me of something I used to... or built once for someone very dear to me, and I would like to learn its secrets. I would love to, but you're standing right in it. Once we're done and it reverts back to its original form, I don't mind. Thank you. Much appreciated. And he's gonna start. Um, I'm gonna start examining all the the documents and uh, um, try to piece together maybe like places that I've been in the past before. Um, well, uh, let's see, uh, let's see, where would be some notable paperwork from? Um, she has some paperwork from up north, uh, from the Grave of War. Um, definitely spent some time in the Old World Ruins, up north in the Land of Peace. Um, she's got a lot of work from Truma. Um, mostly Howl's Jungle, somewhere around about in there, Brave, Abbey, Salute, that kind of situation. Let me, uh... Move you guys over to the map here. Um, one of our notable places is um, over in the Bravonia Mountains, somewhere down south towards the Brinkle Woods. Um, there was, uh, there is paperwork of some sort of underground stream, kind of like on a um, magical highway, kind of like a, a vein of magic. Um, it's said to kind of like, especially from the writings there, it's said to have some sort of like magical prowess of some sort of like, what do they call them? Uh, it's like a highway, but it's not um, travelable. Ley it's lines? Like a ley line, yeah. I'm going to say that out loud and and also, ah, this brings back memories. Oh. I spent uh, a good deal of uh, time studying in Struma Swamp. Curses, mostly. There was an incident with a Gorgon and a Basilisk, and it's actually where I got one of my scarves. Those were not good times. 
purposes are of uh, nasty business. You enjoy the land of Trimmer. Um, personally, I've had fairly decent experiences over there. Once ran into a, um, a unicorn. Really? Well, that doesn't surprise me. You know what I haven't seen? Mm. Well, back where I come from, the druids of the Noveska Forest, we at one point resided under this enormous tree that we call the Tree of Hours. What I've never seen before is the great tree that Truma was rebuilt under. Truma rebuilt under. Oh, um... For the most part, from what I hear, it is within the royal family's Dean Garden. Found about. And that's if you're talking about the old and new Truma. Because after the cataclysm, the old one was, well, struck by a meteor. Yes, I'm, I'm talking about the, the tree that is said to be the biggest one in all of Talalia. Yes, um, I, I would believe that would be within the main tactical kingdom. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen it myself either. Um, not much for the royals there. Um, Mostly deal with politics only, kind of around heiress to Graydon a bit. Really? Oh. Thank you for the shelter. Mm. It's worth noting, Rook, I was about to say tricks, Rook has been looking between these two smart people, just <laughs> desperately trying to follow the conversation and failing. Um, it's okay, Arya's sitting next to you just like that. Yeah. Let me see here, hold on. Um, up with the mention of Noveska Forest. 21. At some point, I think she's going to notice and just kind of give you like a side smile and a wink. I'm guessing Maybe we're all sitting blushed. out. I'm guessing we're all sitting outside just silently, kind of just enjoying the weather. <laughs> Probably. In peace. Um, I want to go check on Rishi because I was worried. Rishi's been kind of quiet the last few days. How is the how's the blade, Rishi? Have uh, any of your other items mysteriously fallen apart? Uh, no, nothing yet. But to be honest, I haven't really sharpened this. Thing or taken gotten much use, so I haven't thought to oil or sharpen it. Perhaps I should. Honestly, I am afraid to mention it to or incur whatever it is. That it's, it's a good sword. The best sword it's just one. It just happened upon me that, uh, well, you don't need to do this, especially if you don't want to, but, uh, this, uh, archaeologist that we're traveling with, she doesn't know about Nottingham. Maybe she would have something of interest to say about your blade. She... May. 
suppose I could have her look it over. E. Oh, um, but I, I, perhaps later once the plane stops, I think if we could just get some rest. Sorry, this, this weather reminds me of, of time's gone, but I could just take some time to be there. I understand, and I'm going to um, take off my chain and take off my greatsword and put it in the hut, and then I'm going to come back outside, sit beside Rishi, and ruffle his hair really, really messy, because I like it like that. She'll just kind of look, smile, lick the hair back. Uh, better get inside, old man. Quite as a flare-up, man. Go sit by the fire and warm. <laughs> Not a chance. Uh, but Rishi will actually kind of reach up for Ilo's hand um, once Ilo approaches. Assuming Ilo is out his hand pull himself up and walk inside, shoes off, uh, going into the house, or into the hut, and then we'll sit down and kind of get comfortable. Um, Rilo says he's been carrying the bolts of cloth. Because it's not going to do anything to bolts of cloth, and I know Rufy is clean, but he's going to get uh, one of the um, one of the less bold colors, one of the less expensive colors, and uh, a bed roll, and he's going to kind of wrap it around Rishi to uh, dry him off, keep him warm. Oh, thank you. Is it actually Corey? Is there a fire in here? Sort of thing. To yeah, so there is definitely a fireplace. I know there are a couple of uh, kind of stones with a little bit of clay on top of them baking uh, just in front of it. Kind of like she's trying to take an impression of some of the stones. Um, but yeah, the the place inside would be rather warm, uh, dry, um, kind of temperature controlled, really. Because um, it looks like, like a lot of her, her works and stuff that are in here are very delicate for some of them. Um you got to be careful with stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, then Rishi will move over there. We'll kind of fold the cloth up and try to arrange things. Right by the fire. Dripping on the fire too much, catching on fire. Or that, uh, she's doing. Well, I would love to continue. However, guys, I think <laughs> we have reached the end of our day as we wrap up on to our third hour here. I want to thank everybody for being here. I want to thank Skyrim, Skyrim, Sirenscape for allowing us to use these lovely sound effects. Um, if you have any questions, uh, check out Sirenscape. We've got a list in our podcast. Uh, pretty much every sound we use, you can like, click it, go to it immediately, see everything. 
Um, I want to thank Cobalt Press. We're going to be using some stuff from their books here soon between Creature Codex and the Tomes of Beasts. Um, yeah. Well, uh, thank you guys for standing here. Thank you guys for being here with us through this episode, and we hope to see you again next week. And remember one thing. Keep your opportunities open.